All right, Shabbosei. Good morning. Let us let us begin. So we are picking up in Yeretz Hashem in a new os os ayin vav. This morning, we, you know, we left off from Sadiq had a last piece of about averus in the last in the last os. But I think uh, we we understood the Rebbe's point and could apply it and could apply it appropriately. So let's begin with os ayin vav. A really, a truly beautiful idea by Rebbe Sadiq. So we're beginning on page kuf ayin ches. In the handout that I sent out last night, and again in the Uriah Hasidus on the bottom left hand corner, says the Rebbe, Be'is Kishlon Ha'adam, at a time when a person stumbles, right? So Kishlon means a stumbling or a, yeah, a stumbling. At a time that a person stumbles, which of course Kishlon is a metaphor for sin. At a time that a person sins, Yeda, Viyakshol Viatmo, a person should think and know to for himself that in that moment of falling, right? In that moment when I fall down, So let's look at these words. So the Rebbe, the Rebbe says, at the time that a person fails and falls down, he should know that that episode or that moment of falling down is hachona, is a preparation for that very thing in which I failed that it will be turned around for good. Now, what, 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 what does that mean? So remember, th- this idea actually has been espoused by the Rebbe a number of different times, which is, up until now, what we've kind of learned it as, that whatever, whatever I sin with, Remember, the Rebbe said, that represents my greatest koach, right? My greatest weakness is just the other side of the coin of my greatest strength. Because sin is a misdirection or misuse of personalistic energy. So if I can harness that energy and turn it around for good, by definition, I could accomplish an incredible amount. So therefore, the Rebbe says, when I sin, when I commit an Avera, the beauty, so to speak, of the Avera is I now know the koach I possess. I now know if I just harness it and turn it around, I can accomplish great things. The Rebbe here is saying, we're going to see basically a, a similar idea, but, but a little bit different. What the Rebbe says is, the moment that I sin, my lowest moment, what he calls the moment of kishlon, the moment of stumbling, the moment that I'm down and out, the Rebbe says that moment by definition is ripe, for a dramatic turnaround. The moment that you fail is the moment in life that is most dramatic for a positive turnaround in the exact opposite direction. So I say, just understand the profundity of that. You see, most of us in life, when we're down and out, right? Most of us in life, when we fall, right? We feel like, okay, I've fallen and I have no options, right? I'm, I'm down, I'm in the pit of despair, the pit of failure. And ultimately, again, that's where I feel that I'm stuck. The Rebbe says, in that moment when you are in the pit of failure, in the moment after I've just stumbled and fallen, that moment is actually the ripest moment in life to turn it around and to do something great. Vim yiske. Now, we'll, we'll define why that is in just a moment. Vim yiske ba'osasha, page kofayintas. And if I'm able to take advantage of that moment, to strengthen myself from my failure and to return to Hashem, I have the ability to ascend 
to a very high and lofty level. As, as deep as I've fallen as a result of my mistakes, if I capitalize on the moment, I could catapult myself to an area that is equally as high. So we'll say, this would be a fascinating idea. What Rapsadik essentially is telling us is that the moments of failure in life are the moments that are ripest for dramatic ascension. See, I often think the moment I fail is the moment I'm most compromised, and that's the moment that I'm least capable of accomplishing something. Everybody said, think about this just a moment. I commit an Avera, you fill in your own blank, right? You commit, you commit, you commit whatever Avera. How do you feel in the aftermath of that Avera? How do you feel in the aftermath of that sin? I feel like, often, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I compromised myself. If it's an Avera that I've committed many times in the past, and pledged to myself not to do again, I feel an incredible sense of disappointment. And I just feel I just feel down about myself. Again, do I believe that at the end of the day I could turn it around? Sure, I believe it. Do I believe that I could affect a dramatic turnaround right now? I think most of us, no. Because I feel really badly about myself. I'm really disappointed. I'm, I'm not giving up on myself, but I'm really disappointed in myself. The Rebbe says, the moment I sin, and the moment I'm lowest, that's the moment that is ripest in life for dramatic growth. In that moment, I could literally turn it around and experience a meteoric rise. In that moment, not only that, I could experience an aliyah, an ascension that is directly related to the depth of my fall. So the further I've fallen, in that moment, in that moment, I could, in that moment, I could turn it around and catapult myself up. So I'll say, what's, 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 the, what's the pshat? What's the pshat? So I, I think what Reb Tzadik is saying on a, very, on a very basic level is like this. The moment in life that I'm most receptive to change is the moment I fail, right? Meaning most of us don't think about change when everything in life is going great. And if, if I'm having a good day, right, everything in my relationships are good with myself, with my, with my spouse, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, life is fine. Life is good. Everything is going fine. Not great. In other words, I know that it could be better, but at the end of the day, everything is just fine. Most of us don't think about change when everything is kind of just trucking along. When are people most receptive to change? When I realize that I need it so badly. And when do I realize that I need it so badly? in the immediate aftermath of failure. In that moment, and I will say, you know, I've, come to, I've come to appreciate the fact that with Tzaddik's wisdom, you know, when we speak about failure, so sometimes you think about like big things in life, but I've been thinking about this a lot as I, as I try to examine my own failures. And you know, the, the failures I think that we so often encounter in life, is like what I described before. I struggle with a certain thing, I pledge to be better, I make a plan to be better, I am better for a while, and then I relapse. Then I relapse. Like, that moment of disappointment, when like, I, 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 I could have handled this. Like, I, I, I could have kept it together had, had I chosen. It's not the pshat that there was some overwhelming tidal wave of Yitzhahara that caused me to sin. 
I just, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. I don't know why I just didn't keep it together. But that feeling of like being demoralized in the aftermath of that relapse. Again, I don't mean like dramatic failure, like a person worshiped that Bodhisattva. I mean like that thing that I, that I struggle with all the time and I couldn't keep it together and I failed again. And I'm so disappointed in myself because I know I could do it. In that moment, you feel so low about yourself. And the Rebbe says, that moment, that moment, that's the moment of greatest aliyah. Why? Because in that moment, I recognize I need to change. Something about me needs to change. Something needs to be different. And if I capitalize on that desire to change, in that moment, in the immediate aftermath of sin, the Rebbe says, I could shoot up. In other words, I, I could experience this meteoric rise more than any other time of life. The reason I think why this is, I don't know, I saw this and I was like, wow, where have you been my whole life, right? Because I will say, what this does is, this, instead of wallowing in the self-guilt, and instead of feeling bad that I can't believe I didn't keep it together, I mean, I have to feel bad because feeling bad is part of the tshuva process, I could say, okay, I'm low. But as low as I am right now, if I, if I accept upon myself to change and tap into, so I'm talking about how you tap into that power, I can have an aliyah in this moment that is greater than any other moment in life. So it takes those moments that occur in the immediate aftermath of failure, where we normally feel lowest and most powerless and changes them into incredible moments of cathartic change. He says, Ki kafi godel hachit misiso, this is the concept we've seen before. The Rebbe says, because the greater the sin which I am enticed to commit, that corresponds to the greatness and intensity of the good that I could collect. So we have to stop over here for today, but we'll, we'll expound on this more tomorrow. But the idea of Tzadik is going to say, so how do you do that? Right? How, how is it that I go from the depths of failure to the heights of accomplishment? And the Rebbe is describing this. We'll say, how long does this process take? How long does it take? How long does it take? Well, it sounds like to a certain degree, part of it could be instantaneous. How do you do that? The most basic answer is identify the koach that led me to sin, identify the energy or the power that I used inappropriately and figure out in that moment how to use it for something great. If I could figure that out in the moment right now, then I could experience that meteoric rise in the immediate aftermath of sin. We'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up the Mirror Hashem with you so tomorrow.